Hello, and welcome to Industry Reactions. Industry Reactions is a weekly briefing on industry events, changes, and future trends that impact your business. We're your hosts, Rick Honer and Jeff Martin from Kempoint. You can find Industry Reactions on YouTube, LinkedIn, and as a podcast. For those watching on YouTube, make sure to hit that subscribe button, ring that notification bell, and smash that like button. We plan on discussing issues that impact the global industry and help you uncover new opportunities. We hope this will provide market intelligence that will keep you ahead of changing conditions. Well, thanks, Rick. Uh, the labor shortage is here to stay, according to a bunch of different news sources, and they expect that it might be a hamper on our U.S. economy uh, going forward. Since the market's getting squeezed by increased retirements, lower birth rates, as well as people not going back to work later um, due to the pandemic. Um, this was also reported a lot at the ACC meeting this week, which Rick, I know you attended that as well. Yeah. Um, many, many working age Americans have just decided to stop working altogether. So this uh, lack of workers expect to really put a drag on the uh, economy uh, this year and going into 2022 as well. Yeah, it's a major deal. I think everybody's scrambling to try to get, uh, you know, people into plants, uh, running production, putting things onto pallets. It's everywhere. And um, so you've got this huge amount of demand. And then you, you know, with the side story of all the supply issues, but just getting people on hand to be able to fulfill the orders, et cetera, is, is a big issue. Yeah, you see, you see the help wanted signs everywhere. And um, it's, We'll see how that, you know, that and our continued supply constraints um, really does put an anchor on everything. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of which, you know, in the, in the next story, the, the largest shipping company in the world, Moeller Maersk, um, they expect on the ongoing situation to continue. Um, and that's well into the first quarter of next year. Um, you know, Basically, they had an outstanding quarter. So similar to, uh, I think, some of the producers in our industry, um, the shipping company had a record profits from, you know, as you would assume, when there's uh, high demand and a shortage of containers, they're charging basically um, whatever they want. Um, there was some uh, pricing changes from anywhere from, you know, went from $2,000 a container up to close to $20,000, uh, depending on who you talk to. So there's a lot going on there, and it's certainly not helping um, it's in the uh, chemical space. And I, I don't know, I think it was last week we talked about chemicals are actually getting bumped off some of these shipments because of the excess paperwork. So when, a, you know, somebody comes and they've got to fill out a bunch of paperwork, they're just going to send something that's a consumer good that you don't have to deal with that stuff. And the, the chemistries get sitting on the dock. Wow, that, that's really, <laughs> I hadn't heard that, but it, it, you do believe that where you're going to take the easier route every time over the yep. harder. Especially when you can name your own price. Exactly. Um, you hear the uh, fake Christmas trees are in really short supply this year. So that if you want one for this holiday season, now's the time to buy those fake Christmas trees. Watch out. Protect your uh, the trees in your front yard. <laughs> yeah. Um, another message that even with all these supply constraints, um, lack of workers, lack of uh, supply chain difficult, or a lot of the supply chain difficulties, I should say, um, the chemical industry is still expected to grow. Um, 
as you kind of alluded to there, Rick, the um, with just this constraints, um, the, everything's in really high demand. And so if people are able to produce stuff, it's getting sold um, and, and hit the nail on the head at uh, increased margins and markups. Yeah, I think that's what's meant by growth, because uh, I find it hard to believe that there's going to be much volume growth, but certainly some margins um, are going to be prevalent. Yeah. All right, in similar, um, the FAO food price index has surged to a new peak, um, reaching its highest level in a decade. Uh, so the index highlights costs of cereals, vegetable oils, et cetera, around the world. Um, and, you know, spoiler alert, it looks like it's gone up around 30% um, in the last year. Uh, so when you know, when the, the Fed, at least here in the States, talks about transitory inflation, um, I, stories like this just make me question that. Uh, it seems very dovish and everything that I'm seeing, whether it's from supply issues or food inflation, things are here to stay. Yeah, it was interesting uh, researching this article. They, last August, they predicted that it was going to go down. These commodity prices would go down um, year over year because that kind of continues the trend. And so with these things up 30% this year, it A, bucked the trend and also uh, was opposite what analysts were expecting last year. Next up, uh, chemical rail car traffic in the US um, increased. That's uh, once that's includes both week over week and it's um, and year over year. And the numbers are really getting close to what they were. And I'll say our last normal year of 2020. Uh, and so, and I think these numbers would actually blow past that um, of the 2019 numbers if we had, we didn't have all the uh, material constraints as well. Yeah, I think so. So when we look at rig counts, um, rig counts are up. When you look at total count, um, we're now at 550. That's up 250 from a year earlier. Um, clearly the higher oil prices are supporting uh, more rigs. And, you know, crude is up over $80 a barrel earlier this month, uh, and that was the first time since October of 2014. Yeah, it, it's funny because, you know, the rigs take longer to kind of bring online, even if you have those projects lined up, you still got to uh, staff those rigs. So I'm wondering if that's kind of one of the um, anchors on seeing more rigs come back online is, again, just finding, you know, whether it's somebody working in a plant or some, it's still the same people who uh, have to uh, staff those oil rigs a lot of times. So finding, yeah. um, you know, trained uh, staffers is quite difficult. That's a good point. Uh, you need people in there operating those as well. So Oxychem, which is the chemical division of uh, Occidental Petroleum, um, expects the PVC market to remain strong. Uh, they had a ton of disruptions last year, uh, be it the uh, winter storm that blew through um, or some of the other issues that might have happened. Um, and so typically this time of year, they actually see a slowdown in um, in production. And so with uh, but this year, again, with everything kind of being full bore all year long, they haven't seen that. So they expect to keep capacity. They expect to operate a capacity through the year. Yeah, demand is just off the charts. Uh, it's just a matter of getting material to those customers. 
All right, so in some M&A news, OneRock, again, is, is busy in the news. They, um, they have completed the acquisition of the tire additives business for Eastman Chemical. Um, the new name that the business will operate under is Flexus, which uh, is a tribute to the legacy name of the business. Um, so it's good to see that finally come to fruition. Yeah. Um, also, as we reported uh, recently, um, this was announced, but it wasn't confirmed, was that Ecolab um, has agreed to pay $3.7 billion for Purolite, a privately held firm that makes um, ion exchange resins for a bunch of different applications. So Ecolab, as we all know, that does a ton of uh, water purification and um, water treatment. Um, and so that's, they really expect to see that business grow. And um, this is supposed to be one of their big new high margin businesses. Yeah, it looks like they're going upstream a little bit in their value chain. Um, more more acquisitions. And I think with the, the last story in uh, mergers and acquisitions, ASK Chemicals has finally completed their acquisition. Uh, the majority of the industrial resins business of SI Group. The value of that transaction uh, has not been disclosed, um, but SI Group has re retained uh, its residents business in the US and China. Um, the transaction includes a purchase of SI Group's industrial residence business in Rio Claro, Brazil, and Rangjong, Ch China, or India, sorry, uh, and Johannesburg. Hopefully, hopefully I said that right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, ASK has actually kind of been on an acquisition streak lately. I know, and they're kind of, I know this one didn't include their U.S. group, but um, they made several U.S. acquisitions um, here recently as well. So coming a bigger player here domestically. Well, that's it for this week's edition of Industry Reactions. We'll return next week with a fresh batch of Industry Reactions. So stay safe, stay sane, and stay thirsty. Thanks. Thanks.